This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown. Now, my co-host, Mark Honf, is not here today, but we do have a special guest. I'll introduce her in just a minute. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. You're going to use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. Now, we're going to be asking three different trivia questions, and a five-pack is going to be given away at each commercial break. And the certificates are not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Uh, today's trivia theme is miscellaneous trivia. Now, our special guest is Lynn Searchia from Old Republic Title, because we're going to talk a little bit about title insurance, all right? I know most people are going, oh, that can't be too exciting. But Lynn's going to make it exciting for us, aren't you, Lynn? I certainly am. All right. Okay, so what do you want the audience to know about title insurance? You know, how important it is? Give us all the ins and outs. Well, title insurance, you are insuring your home. That's your biggest investment. So you want to make sure that you're protected so that when you're purchasing a home, you have clear title to the property. You're insured against any risk, any... um, liens that have popped up against the sellers or easements, encroachments, things like that. So okay. homeowners homeowners title insurance really protects you. Now, I always assume that uh, you know, when I buy a house or well, yeah, not when I sell a house, but when I buy a house, I mean I I just assume that I always get title insurance, but apparently I guess there are some people who they don't want to pay whatever the premium is and they're just aren't they taking a huge risk? They are taking a huge risk, and it's a very minimal amount to pay. It's about 0.03% of the purchase price. Yeah, yeah, it's not that much. But it has become optional in the last couple of years that you don't have to buy a title policy for yourself as a homeowner, but you do always need to buy one for the lender if you're getting a loan. Yeah, if I'm the bank, I want to make sure that if I'm doing a first mortgage that I really am in first position. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Now, that, that makes sense. Uh, let's see. So, I, um, I guess what happens is people, they review a preliminary title report to see what's on it. I know, I've, re- I've looked at these things before, and they're a little complicated. Right. So, what we do is we do a title search of the property, and depending on when the last transaction was, sometimes you have to go back years and years and years. Yeah. So, there's a lot of stuff to go through. Um, you know, nowadays, it doesn't go as back as far, but you want to see what, make sure the taxes are paid, assessments are paid, what kinds of loans are on there. A lot of times there's old loans that were paid off but yeah. never reconveyed, meaning taken off the property. So they're still there. You need to get those taken off of. Otherwise, the buyer's going to have that against them. Yeah. How, how does that work where you, you know, the borrow, the buy, let's see, um, let me, okay, the owner of the house refinanced at one point and paid off loan A and gets loan B, but for some reason loan A didn't go away. Um, And I don't know how many people check the title policies afterward, and now that person wants to sell the house, but there's this lien that shows up. Why aren't the liens, why doesn't that automatically go away? What, what, What 
give us a scenario. What happened? In that the case? lender that was paid off is yeah. supposed to record a deed of reconveyance, which they then send to you after it's recorded from the county. Okay. That doesn't always happen, and people don't know to look for that document. So years later, yeah. you know, they do another title search, and it's still showing. That still needs okay. to be done. So they have to go through their paperwork, prove that it was paid off. If they don't have any proof, sometimes you have to bond around it, which can, you know, be costly. Okay. And uh, hopefully the that bank, for the first bank, was still is still in existence. I mean, what happens if they've been taken over or, or they're out of business? Yeah. You know, I was lucky a couple of years ago. I tracked one down from 1963 <laughs> that had changed names several times. But sure. it, it can be done, but sometimes it can be a challenge. So I guess the advice would be if you refinance, you should check the title report so many months later. Because it takes a while for it to get recorded, right? Make sure that deed of reconveyance shows up in your mail. That's your guarantee that it was paid off. Okay. Yeah, because I know that we're working actually on a loan that one of the reasons that it's been delayed is because two old loans that were paid off aren't showing up. Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. They're still showing up, even though they've been paid off, mm-hmm. and we can't get clear title. And and had I guess had the uh, owner of the house done exactly what you said, this would not have been an issue. Right. And a lot of times it's with individual payoffs. You know, when yeah. when mom and pop lent money, exactly. they didn't know what they needed to do, neither, neither did the other people. And here we are years later, and now they're dead, and like there's all kinds of problems. Oh, my gosh. So... So mom and dad were smart enough to record a loan, but then when they got paid off, they just everyone just kind of said, oh, okay, yeah, sure, you paid me off. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, oh, my gosh. I guess you have to go to the heirs and potentially prove it. Mm-hmm. That could be yes. a night. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I can just imagine all the lawsuits between uh, families that... It can get tricky. Did you have like padded rooms at the title company for people who could potentially argue? Uh, you know, no, not really. No? Oh, boy. I'll tell you, we're going to cut to a uh, first commercial break here. We're in the studio with Lynn Sergia from Old Republic Title, which, by the way, I want to thank you because a lot of title companies, uh, you know, they're a little nervous about being on the radio for things, but I appreciate your... Uh, giving us information because the public out there needs to know you're welcome all right so uh we've got here the hyatt centric fisherman's wharf san francisco which is located in the heart of san francisco close to top attractions the hotel is a prime spot to explore the city by the bay visit pier 39 and ghirardelli square or take the nearby cable car lines around the city High, uh, excuse me, Hyatt-centric Fisherman's Wharf features a heated outdoor pool, a fully equipped fitness center, and on-site dining options. you got to check them out at uh, 415-563-1234 or go to fishermanswharf.centric.hyatt.com. All right, so our first trivia question is again miscellaneous trivia here and uh, Lynn by the way if you know the answer don't say anything because we don't want to give the audience the answer yet you can do it after um, when we come back I'll, I'll see if you can answer this all right how many planets in our solar system have moons that's our trivia question all right so there's only so many uh, planets right and I'm very disappointed that Pluto is no longer a planet I think to me it's still a planet it's wrong it's wrong that's it's right. right I'm a dwarf <laughs> planet a dwarf planet it's still a planet a planet's a planet alright so audience that's our trivia question number one how many planets in our solar system have moons and the uh, first caller with the correct answer is going to win that free a five-pack Tanbella certificate, which is actually worth quite a lot of money. So call 888-912-1190. 
And if you're the first caller with the correct answer, uh, we'll go ahead and uh, let Tan Bella know, and you'll get that five-pack tanning certificate. Again, one more time. How many planets in our solar system have moons? All right, don't touch that dial. The Best of Investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host, and we have our special guest, Lynn Searchia of Old Republic Title. Here was our first trivia question. How many planets in our solar system have moons? I don't know, Edward. <laughs> well, you know, it's somewhere between one and nine. Uh, the answer is six. Now, here's the next question. Name them all. No, just kidding. I, I'm not going to put you on the spot like that. I know uh, it's not Pluto. That, that's right. Well, Pluto isn't, I mean, Pluto isn't a, uh, isn't considered a planet anymore, but we're wondering how I many know. planets have moons, you know. So, okay, Earth has one. Jupiter has uh, oh, so many 12 or whatever. I, I don't got remember. you. Okay. So uh, just to remind the audience, uh, we have Lynn Searchia from Old Republic Title. And why do we have Old Republic Title? Because I have done a number of deals with Old Republic Title, and they've always treated me very, very well. And uh, we also want to let the audience know how to get a hold of you. We're going to ask some more questions for you, but in case uh, people are kind of looking going, you know what, I think I need title insurance, you know, and, and the differentiation between one title company and another. First of all, if they get to deal with you, you're a very nice person. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, how would they uh, get a hold of you? They would call us at 415-454-8300. We are in San Rafael at 545 4th Street, the only title company in San Rafael. Wow. Um, now, being, let's say, someone who's, let's say, from the East Bay who's listening, I mean, they can still use you. They don't have to be right there. Oh, of course. We have branches all over the place, and we mm-hmm. all work together. And if you bring a deposit into another Old Republic, they can deposit it right into our file. We make it really easy. Yep. In fact, that's what I've had to do because I've had transactions that are outside of uh, this area, and I've been associated with you know Old Republic with uh, the title officer I used to use. Unfortunately, she went on to a couple of other title companies. But uh, when she was with Old Republic, it was great to just be able to walk down to uh, your office and sign papers and everything. Very, very accommodating, I have to yes. say. All right. Uh, let's see. What We were going to ask you some questions. Uh, off. Remember, we were off air and we were coming back and we were going to ask you a couple of questions specifically. Um, good funds. That's what's one of them. Okay. So I've always been told by uh, the title company you have to have good funds and it, it seemed to always mean you had to wire money versus cashier's check and pers- or a personal check. Now, it makes sense why a title company wouldn't want to accept a personal check, uh, but a cashier's check, when would those funds be considered good? Cashier's check, they're considered good. We can record and close the next day. Okay, versus wires. Wires, same day? we can do same day same and day. record okay. and get the transaction done the same day. That's pretty good. Are now, are most title companies like that? Yeah. Really? They are. Okay. Because, mm-hmm. boy, I tell you, I've talked to other, unfortunately, unfortunately, sometimes I do have to deal with other title companies, and they usually say no, no cashier's checks. And I guess maybe because you can still have fraudulent cashier's checks, potentially, right? There is a fraud alert notice that okay. we get of who to look out for but you know most of them in my experience that i've gotten have been fine have been fine okay and i guess cash is not a good thing either huh yeah no, no. <laughs> yeah no <laughs> <laughs> all right um 
Let's see what else we got here. The other thing is is ACH. A lot of oh, people yeah, want to do right. ACH. That we cannot accept ACH. Those are like transfers between your bank and our bank, and you can actually put a stop payment on that ACH payment for up to six months, I believe. So no wow. ACHs. Okay. That's the reason because a wire is. I don't want to say instantaneous because usually takes a few hours. But once the money gets out of my bank account and into your bank account, you know, on behalf, it's it's gone. There's really no pulling that one back. Correct. Okay. Um, how often have you seen you know, fraud going on, just in general, with title and company? You know, you know, it's on the rise right now. Yeah. Uh, hackers are really good these days, and they're able to like get in and send emails that look exactly like you, and oh, they yeah. aren't. And um, they'll get in and say, oh, I need to change my wiring instructions on this file to this. And uh, we need to call the principals and make sure we talk to them, make sure that they did make that request. And so we always make sure that we touch base if we get something like that. Yeah, a lot of times my uh, bank will call me, even if I've told them, I'm going to wire money tomorrow here. In fact, I fill out the form. They'll still call me the next day to to make sure, you know, do you still really want this wire to be done? Because, you know, I guess things can change in fact uh you know that that fraud i'm, I'm still waiting for my nigerian lotto yeah you know, i am too you are you are too yeah yeah well, well we'll take each other out to dinner if we win <laughs> as long as we don't get catfished by one of them we're good <laughs> <laughs> um okay what else we got here for title insurance uh oh advising the buyers early in the transaction to discuss with their counsel or tax advisor how they wish to take title Right. Mm-hmm. So taking title, um, if it's a husband and wife, those are pretty easy. But yeah. if you want to take title in your trust for any reason or an LLC partnership, each way has its different benefits depending on what kind of property you're buying. You're okay. doing an investment property, you get a lot of LLCs or partnerships, yeah. things like that. It's your principal residence. It's usually husband and wife. You can put it in a trust. Okay. Um, and if I have an LLC and I'm selling... Uh, do you? What do you need to see from me that proves that I have the authority to sign on behalf of the LLC? We need to see the operating agreement to see who the okay. managing uh, members are and who can sign. And is that usually? I was going to say there's something about a 25 percent ownership, but I guess it really specifically if if the articles of organization or incorporation say the operating agreement says you know. Edward can sign on behalf, even no matter what percentage I own. I guess that's okay, right? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. You guys are really easy to work with. Yeah, we are. Wow. Come on down. Come on come on down. <laughs> I like that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what else we got that, that we want to talk about? Um, loss of priority. That's a big oh, one. Yeah. So sellers out there, if you're doing any kind of work to your property to get it ready for sale, you need to make sure that you keep your invoices and things paid general contractor paid and provide proof of that and the reason being is you have set your property up for potential of mechanics liens those mechanics liens would take a priority of the new buyer if those bills were not paid and that's is it what within six months 90 days 90 days okay so 90 days the because i know i know that when um we were doing this deal one time and the buyer uh, the buyer of the property was so sure that he was going to buy the property, he already started to move dirt. And and uh, the title company went out and, and saw, why is there a tractor there and this fresh dirt's been moved? They said, we're not going to issue title insurance. Yeah. And, and the deal fell apart. 
Really? Yeah. It does happen. It does happen. I mean, when that happens, that's called loss of priority. We have to go to underwriting and get approval, and you need to get financial statements, indemnity agreements, promises to pay that, you know, it's, it's a whole process. So it's better if you just, when you're buying it, just wait to do your um, construction. And if you're a seller, have it completed within 90 days of listing it or before you list it would be a good idea as well. Yeah, and I wonder how many uh, banks, you know, or, or how, it, it's it's by recording, right? If I record and and ten minutes later someone else records, that's strictly by its timestamp, right? It is. Gotcha. Okay. Tell you what, believe it or not, we got to go to a second commercial break here. Want to make a uh, mention here for the um, Sonoma Canopy Tours. I don't know if you guys have ever, ever done like. You know, zip lining and stuff in the in the redwoods. In Mexico, I have Mexico. Okay, well these these are really high up, and this is in Sonoma. Um, it's actually an Occidental, and uh, they, if you call eight 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 four nine four seventy eight sixty eight or go to SonomaCanopyTours dot com, it's near Alliance Redwoods. Very very pretty. They have multiple zip lines, sky bridges, and a majestic spiral staircase. I'm too scared, so I probably won't do that. But um, no, actually, maybe I'll, maybe I'll check it it's out. It's really fun. It is very fun. Okay, here's our second trivia question. Who came up with the three laws of motion? What scientist came up with that? Or I guess we consider him a scientist. Who came up with the three laws of motion? All right, call 888-912-1190 to answer that question. The first caller with the correct answer wins that five-pack tanning certificate from Tan Bella. All right, don't touch that dial. The Best of Investing is going to be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with my special guest, Lynn Searchia of of, uh, Old Republic Title. Second trivia question. Who came up with the three laws of motion? I don't pass. (laughs) Pass. Sir Isaac Newton came up with that one. Okay. So, uh, Lynn, a couple last things you wanted to talk about on title insurance. Uh, Title insurance. One more. This is more of the escrow process. Um, Trusts. When trusts are in title and when they're borrowing money. You need to make sure that you have an account set up in your trust name. Because the property is an tr- asset of the trust, and so the proceeds need to be payable to that to asset. To the trust, yeah. And a lot of people don't know this, and they don't have an account that, so they have to run out and open one. Well, if I have, if I'm a single member LLC, this is back to LLC, if I'm a single member LLC, can I just have it paid to me since I'm a single member LLC? I think that's okay, yeah. Okay, because but a trust is, is it's kind of sits There's errors, yeah. And rules to the trust and what's supposed to happen to that asset within the trust. So oh, if yeah. you make it payable to an individual, it's coming out of the trust. So it yeah, no- that sounds like a no-no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one last thing you wanted to cover there? Uh, a couple things. What else you want to cover there? Besides the fact of everybody should get title insurance. That's right, Edward. <laughs> In fact, we we had a situation one time where there was. Um, a notary and the escrow officer and all these people were in cahoots, uh, but not the title insurance company that we got. And uh, it wasn't it wasn't Old Republic. It was another one just because it was like out of state. And um, the, about six people went to jail because wow. there were like fourteen mortgages on the, and, and, and we were in first. 
But these other people said, well, no, we're in first. We go, no, I've got title insurance. So sure enough, the title company, uh, they they really, honestly, they had, they had a problem. But they uh, not for us, though. They, they We paid for title insurance, and it was a large loan, and they wrote us a nice, nice big, fat check. Nice. And that was there, their problem. There you which go. Which is why you get, get title, title insurance. insurance. So audience out there in Radio Land, make sure you get title insurance. Yes. Uh, I guess one one other thing is being out of town. Oh, yes. If you know you're going to be out of town, especially in another country, you have to go to an American consulate to get notarized. So it can take a while in some countries to get an appointment to do that. Oh, yeah. You should anticipate that and make arrangements uh, maybe to get the documents that need notarization before you leave or make sure that you make an appointment well in a time, you know, let your agent know what your plans are. Okay. Because uh, that trips us up sometimes or delays escrow a lot. Yeah, and that's one thing. Everybody wants to close their deal right away, don't they? They do. Yeah. And they why do. is it the title? always? It always happens on Fridays. It happens on Fridays, and we always have to fix it. And we fix it. <laughs> All right, so if people uh, have questions about title insurance, how do they get a hold of you? They want to call Old Republic Title at 415-454-8300. We're in San Rafael, and we're open 8 to 5, Monday through Friday. And again, I've uh, had very good success with uh, Old Republic Title myself, so uh, I definitely endorse them. All right, um, so I wanted to uh, – Mark's not here, so I'm going to provide the deal of the week. Uh, Now, this one was kind of a new one for me. There was this loan. We got a referral from a um, mortgage broker. The borrower is just refinancing and not taking any cash out, not purchasing a new property, just wants to refinance. And the reason is because her bank uh, is making the, it's time for the loan to adjust. But because of certain circumstances, I didn't know all the answers to, or I didn't find out all the reasons. The bank is requesting the amortization to go from 30 years to 20 years. Well, that's going to push the more the payment up a lot. But the interest rate was still pretty good. It's like you know, 4%. The problem was that the payment was going to hurt her cash flow and affect her debt-to-income ratio. And this mortgage broker wasn't able to help her with a, another normal bank because of the ratios not working. So they, uh, the, this uh, banker called me and said, you know, or mortgage broker called and said, you know, can, can you help her? And I said, well, you know, our rates are not 4%. They're closer to 9%. And he says, yeah, I know. But, you know, we started kind of diving in. And if we do an interest-only loan, our payments are going to be less than her 4% rate because the 4% has an am- a, a, a very small amortization period where the principal has to get paid off in 20 years. So now this poor woman, so to speak, um, has to decide, is it worth paying a higher interest rate but save on her cash flow by refinancing with Pacific Private Money and then get her income up to a point where, um, she, in fact, what had happened, I think, was she did not claim income that she earned from renting a room in the house on her taxes. And so the bank looks at the tax return and not necessarily what's in the bank account per se. And so the idea was, well, maybe she should start reporting the income, have a better tax return, and then she could always refinance us out with 
a, a normal uh, loan in probably about two years because the banks usually like to see about two years. Yeah. So that, that was a first for me for someone to be able to actually be better off refinancing at a higher interest rate. But it's all about cash flow. A lot know? of times, it's yeah. It's all about cash flow. Yeah, because she made pretty good money as a hairdresser. But, you know, that's also kind of a cash business, too. So, you know, it's kind of you got to pay the piper one way or the other, yeah. right? You're used to making payments of one amount. It doesn't really matter how it comes. It's still the same amount, that's, right? That's right. Exactly. So she'd rather keep her principal up but save on the cash flow. So um, for more information about loans that you can get with Pacific Private Money, you'd call 415-883-2150. Now, if Pacific Private Money does that loan at roughly, usually they do it at 9.9% and charge a couple of points, uh, if that loan goes into their fund, the fund is going to earn 9.9% plus they earn half of those points. And then after you take off the management fee, they're still going to earn a little over 7.5%. And, and this, is a, this is a very, very good loan. So for more information about how to invest in mortgages, uh, people can invest in the Pacific Private Money Fund, which, by the way, I'm an investor myself. I've been very happy. Uh, the payments are coming in like clockwork. Uh, they can call uh, 415-883-2150. All right, so now we're going to go to another commercial break here. Now, this one's a sports qu- question. Do you know sports? I know soccer. Can you spell sports? S-P-O-R-T-S. There you go. That's the answer we were looking for. Now, okay, here's the here's the trivia question. Now, uh, we all know the Chicago Cubs won the World Series last year. Uh, they hadn't won since 1908. The last time they were even in the World Series prior to last year was 1945. Okay, I knew it was a long time. A long time. Okay, now here's the trivia question. Is which team did the Chicago Cubs play and lose to in 1945? That's our trivia question. All right? Call 888-912-1190. Be the first person with the correct answer. You win that Tan Tan Bella certificate. Which, by the way, you said prom season. Good place to get a spray tan. Tan, Check out tanbella.com. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host. Now, here was our last trivia question. Which which team did the Chicago Cubs play in the 1945 World Series? I wasn't born yet. <laughs> that doesn't count. That doesn't matter. <laughs> the answer is the Detroit Tigers. Okay. okay. It wasn't soccer-related. No, I'm sorry. You know, sometimes I have soccer questions, but not today. I'm I sorry. I should. You should have told me ahead That's of time. Okay. I could have tailor make it just <laughs> for you. And then the audience would go, wow, this lady knows so much about title insurance and soccer there you have it okay well maybe next time okay what does your husband do we own two soccer stores in san rafael and nevada really all season soccer oh okay yeah we'll give you a little plug for that one there you go peter Serkia. there you go okay for soccer 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 okay soccer balls that's what i do when i'm not doing escrow yeah (laughs) do you play it too no really do you know chris wandalowski is no. No. Okay. I had a. I got a sports show, and I had him on there. But you have to look him up. He's a famous soccer player. But I guess Peter, Peter would know. Peter I'm sure. would know. Yeah. Chris Wondolowski. Uh, he's almost retired now. Not as famous as Pele, 
Pe- you know Pele. He I, know, I know the girls better than the boys. Oh, like Mia Hamm yeah. and Chris Brandy, Chris Chastain, Chastain, Chastain. See, I Abby Wambach. Oh yeah, Alex Morgan. I always kick, I always crack up when I see those uh, those big Mickey Mouse hands that they have. I mean, it's, it's smart. I get I'd get one even so big that would cover <laughs> the whole goal. That's probably not allowed. All right, so moving on here, take a little bit, a bit of a little business. I wanted to edumacate the uh, audience about life insurance. Now people go, oh, gee, life insurance, how exciting could that be? Well, we'll try to make it a little exciting. We're going to give you some tips, all right? So, uh, yes, I'm licensed, all right? Now, I am licensed with, uh, you know, umpteen gazillion uh, uh, insurance companies because I'm totally independent. I'm not hooked up to, you know, New York Life or Prudential or Omaha, or, you know, or any, I can I can pretty much sell almost any of those companies. All right, here is the the trick, and this is uh, this is kind of general. I'm going to give you a general rule of thumb. Generally speaking, the larger the insurance company, the worse they are. Generally, not all the time. Sometimes, like my for myself, I happen to have uh, Met Life for my life insurance. Everyone's heard, of, you know, you see Snoopy out there with the life insurance, right? Um, what it has to do with is the age of the person, how much insurance, uh, whether there's any kind of health history, etc. Um, and the reason that the smaller insurance companies are a little better is because with if you're a big insurance company and people just assume that if you're a big insurance company, well, you're you're going to pay. They don't have to be as competitive, whereas the smaller insurance companies that people have never heard of get a little nervous. Well, I don't know if I could trust that insurance company. But here's a little secret. Except for just out-and-out fraud, you know, do we cheat and how insurance company or, you know, Tinker Toy Tech insurance company, <laughs> um, there's never been a case where a life insurance holder's heirs did not get paid upon death. Now, a stockholder may get hurt in owning the stock or an annuity holder may get hurt owning the investment, i.e. annuity, but if you have life insurance with XYZ Insurance Company and they've been around for, you know, at least 25 years, let's say, then uh, your heirs will get paid. So when you talk to a life insurance agent, don't be nervous if they show you a company that you're not that familiar with. Okay. As long as they have even a decent rating, you, your heirs will get paid. All right. Um now, again, I'm totally independent, and what I've done, I have a little commercial on the air that people can listen to that basically if they call our same 888-912-1190 number, they just go ahead and say life insurance, uh, give me your age and how much insurance you want, and then I'll just give you a free quote. I don't do any high pressure or any of that stuff, and you can uh, determine for yourself. Because, and where do you find the ratings at? Um, well, AM Best is one. You know, the Standard & Poor's, Moody's, you know, they have, they have all, all those. But generally speaking, most companies have at least an A rating. And the, and other companies reinsure. So it's usually not one insurance company that, you know, when, when you hook, it's like, uh, you know, if you buy a car from GM, it's got a lot of parts from Toyota and Chrysler right. and all these other, it's not just a GM car. It's same, same, along the same lines. It's not all U.S. made. It's not, a, that exact, that's what I'm getting at. It's not all U.S. made. So what I have, is, uh, you know, I've got the sophisticated computer software. And I mean, and I don't even ask the insurance company what the commission is. I know, of course, I'm going to get paid from any of the companies, but I don't ask because I don't even want to get swayed as to, you know, oh, I'll make a little more money if I sell this one first. No, I just want to do whatever's best for the client because no agent will come up behind me and and be able to do a better job. 
Okay, so I'd rather just do a really good job and get referrals from those people. Um, so what happens is they call the 888 number, you know, 888-912-1190, say life insurance, give their age, their name, um, and uh, their their uh, how much insurance they want. And let me know if you're like a smoker, if you got some heart conditions or something. Because, I mean, obviously I can't give you the best quote rating if, if I know that you've, you know, had cancer, you know, for 30 years yeah. or something. Um, <laughs> well, that's a good run if you have. Right. Yeah, yeah, well, that, that part's true. You're right. Um, and so what happens is the computer... Um, uh, takes into consideration the person's age, either male or female, how much insurance, because some companies are better for uh, a 10-year policy. Some companies are better for a 25-year policy. And we're talking about a guaranteed rate. So you can always drop the policy. But if you buy a 25-year policy, the insurance company's locked in for 25 years. They can't change the premium. As long as you, as long as you pay your premium, you're, you're set. Um, and then so the computer will, will spit out the fir, you know the top, let's say, 20 companies for each category, 10 year, 15, 20, 25. Even we've gotten policies for as long as 35 years. Wow. Now, not someone who's 80 years old can't get a 35 year policy, but someone who's you know 25 or 30 years old, they might get a 35 year policy and it may be the last last insurance policy they'll ever buy. And if you buy a policy when you're 30 instead of when you're 60, can you imagine how cheap the insurance is going to be? Yeah. Okay. So one of the other things, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of times though, you'll talk to the, an average insurance agent and they'll try to sell you these really expensive universal life or whole life policies. And yeah, I'll tell you, the commission is smoking hot for the agent. Those are the ones where you have things you invest, right? And yeah. I mean, there's, there's borrow, variable. You can borrow on it. Yeah, you can borrow on it. And so what I tell people is generally speaking, again, this is Joe rule of thumb, the only time those policies are really good for the client is if you can sock away a whole bunch of money. Uh, you push the limit to the what they call the MEC, Modified Endowment Contract. If you, if you were to... Uh, it, it has to do with the IRS rules. So if you were to say, I want a million dollar policy... And I want to put nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars into it. The IRS would say no. That's no, no longer insurance. You don't get the tax benefit. It may be a situation where you can only invest like you know a hundred thousand dollars a year for seven years into that policy. Problem is, a lot of people don't have that kind of money to do. They're better off to buy the term insurance and invest with a good financial advisor, good mutual fund, because uh, a lot of times mutual funds. The growth is tax deferred anyway because it's the growth in the you know, going the the net asset value, right? People, unless you're buying it for dividends, if you buy a mutual fund, a growth mutual fund, you're not going to pay taxes on it until you eventually sell, the right? I mean, there, right. yes, there's capital gains tax and all that um, that they distribute out, but or excuse me, capital gains that they distribute out that you pay taxes on, but that's not the significant part of your growth. It's the fact that you bought the shares at ten and they went up to twelve, fourteen, twenty, right? So again, what we're trying to do here is save people a lot of money, give them very inexpensive term insurance from companies probably that they'll they'll know anyway. Sometimes it's Prudential. Sometimes it's Metropolitan. Sometimes it's American General. Sometimes it's a company called Banner or West Coast or ones where they go, oh, I've never heard of that. You know what? It don't matter. It's all based on the What about the regular premium. ones like Farmers and Allstate and State Well, you know Farmer. what? I'll give you a little hint. I actually had a State Farm. I, I love State Farm for my auto. I've had them for 30 years. I had the State Farm agent buy insurance from me because I could get it cheaper than we could get from himself. Because those kind of companies, don't they're not even competitive. People just say, oh, I'll just buy my insurance from my uh, the guy I bought my auto insurance from. No, it's not a good deal. All right. 
Don't touch that dial. The best investor will be right back with some closing comments. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, and I'm going to do the rest of this show solo. So a lot of people have been asking me, you know, with the specific private money fund, right now it's paying about seven and a half percent interest. You know, how can they do that? And how can I be sure they're on the up and up? Well, let me ask the I'll answer the second question first. Uh, Pacific Private Money Fund, they're very open and honest. Uh, they'll show you exactly where all the money is with regard to the various loans, uh, the addresses, uh, what position, you know, if it's a first position or uh, if, if they have a second mortgage, because they'll do once in a while a second mortgage. Um, they, they, again, the address, so they'll let you know, you know, the fair market value of the property. And you know what? You can do your own research with regard to, you can Zillow the fact, uh, you know, Zillow or Redfin or some of the other areas to uh, see if the fair market value that they're claiming is accurate. Um, but the more important thing is if you were to call a title officer or pull a preliminary title report or property profile, as they call it, you would actually see that they're, uh, if the Pacific Private Money Fund says, says that they have a $335,000 first mortgage on X property in Oakland or San Francisco, you can actually verify that they really do have that in their portfolio. So unlike some other potential situations where someone says, oh, you've got this money and it's invested and uh, oh, it's worth millions of dollars, but all it is just a piece of paper. In this case, you can actually verify that your money that you're investing really is going for the loans uh, that Pacific Private Money says that they're going into. Um, which is very important because then that way you you know you can uh, avoid any fraudulent uh, type situation. So again, I've been very happy with my investment in Pacific Private Money Fund. They do pay uh, the interest on a uh, they make distributions on a monthly basis. So what I'm earning on the fund in one month is more than I've been earning in the bank in a year. Now think about that. I mean that's 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 pretty powerful. Uh, there's only a one-year lockup period, um, and so that means that without penalty, after one year, I can get my money out. I just give them notice. Usually takes anywhere from a minimum of two weeks to possibly a couple of months. Depends on how much liquidity is in the fund uh, at the time, uh, whether or not there's new money coming in, or if there's any loans uh, that are paying off. And there's constantly loans paying off in the fund because they're doing short-term loans, and because the interest rates are fairly high, borrowers want to pay those loans off as quickly as possible. Now, why would borrowers want to borrow at 9 or 10% interest? Well, usually it's because of speed. So if you're in a situation where you have the opportunity to buy a house uh, or a commercial building and you don't have enough time to go to the bank or the bank is just dragging their feet uh, and you need money quickly, then where are you going to go? Well, Pacific Private Money Fund, imagine they are just like a bank, but they can just work a lot faster. So they're not in really competition with banks. In fact, banks will actually give them referrals as well as other mortgage brokers. Uh, there's a couple of mortgage brokers who work with them uh, who are constantly referring business because the mortgage broker wants to help their client uh, get a loan for a house, but they can't get it to them in time. So they get 
Pacific Private Money to lend the money, and then the house gets purchased, and then a few months later or a year later, uh, that broker is able to save the day again, or not save the day, but is able to uh, refinance that borrower out with a new loan, uh, and Pacific Private Money gets paid off. So the Pacific Private Money as a company has done about 1,200 loans, and there's only been a handful that have gone the foreclosure route uh, in only two cases, I believe it is. There has been a full foreclosure, and in both cases, it was the best thing that happened because the um, Pacific Private Money was able to uh, make money for their clients on that foreclosure rather than lose money. Uh, so far, the fund has only had, I believe it's one foreclosure and is making money on that. So uh, here's the simple thing. Right now, so far, there's been no losses at Pacific Private Money Fund. Uh, you need to call them at 415-883-2150 or go to pacificprivatemoney.com. And now we're going to cut out for the day. So here's our thoughts for the day. When sign makers go on strike, what do their signs say? And if 7-Elevens are always open, why do they have locks on their doors? Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which